This is episode 33 for Tuesday, February 2nd, 2016. Brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we will be covering Style 15B, Irish Stout. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Sawyer, and together with Chris, Travis, and Eddie, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Well, welcome back, everyone. How's everyone doing? Good, good. Pretty good. Bien. Doing very great this morning. Thank oh, you for I asking me it coming. Again, my oh, friend. <laughs> Sorry, you The top it. of the morning is so lovely in this part of the world. You're not even Irish. I got a little bit of red in my beard. Okay, so, well, wait. wait, wait hold on. Hold on a second. Oh, okay, hold okay, on. Okay. I have a little bit of red in my beard. <laughs> hold on. Mixed with brown and gray. Wait, how, Sorry, how far silver. back does your beard okay, go? Okay, then this means when we do Scottish beers, you're giving me carte blanche. Yes. Yes. Because. Okay. Whatever. All right. Just making sure. I'll still but, start off. Hell, I'm doing very great this morning. No, Thank you no, for asking. No, 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 no. Irish and Scottish are two completely different things. Since they're no, neighbors. Wait, they're stones throw. Oh, okay. So us in Mexico, we're neighbors. Does yes. that make us the same thing? Just like Sarah Palin can see Russia from her house. Oh She's from God. Alaska. <laughs> neighbors. That's different. Neighbors. So just because no one asked me how I was doing, I'll just add that in. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> Uh. So wow! Anyway. Irish beer. Um, <laughs> I listened to the Backcountry episode recently when it was like, "How's everyone doing?" And Sawyer says, "I'm doing well. I'm doing fine." <laughs> and we're you. just like, "Wow!" That well, was kind of weird. I mean, I wanted to change it up a little bit. You but know? you surprised everybody. By oh, well, I'm glad I surprised you guys. It's my goal to surprise you. I guess. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of which, if you haven't listened to that episode. Uh, it's definitely worth a listen to. Yeah, yeah. Our course. first brewery spotlight. Really cool. Uh, Charlie Ezer. I know or, we talked about this yeah. last week. but mm-hmm. Or if you haven't subscribed, and, then. It's if all. you would like some brew style swag, send us an email and uh, we'll hook you up. Actually, here's what you do. If you write a review on iTunes. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. I mean, and it could be good, good or bad. Well, if it's good, you're you definitely going to gonna get a shirt. If it's bad. <laughs> you have to do both. Well, Maybe. Yeah. If you write a review on iTunes, then we will find out who you are 
through the NSA, well, <laughs> and we will send you a shirt. And we'll need to get a, a mailing address of something. Yeah, because we have yeah we have legit shirts. They're not crappy either. They're no. I'll put them on my Instagram. Nice. On the Instagram, not my Instagram. I'll put them on the Instagram. Yeah. Or uh, how about our new Bruce Styles Instagram? Our brand new one. Yes. Yeah. So ch- subscribe to our Instagram. How about this? Write a review and then send us an email with your contact info saying you write a review. Wow. Holy hell. How Sawyer are you, drunk? I'm pretty Sawyer. Exactly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's what happens when you pre-game the podcast. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be pre-gaming the podcast if I weren't drinking from a new Coors Light glass that <laughs> Chris gave me. So thank you for the glass. You're welcome. Every beer that I drink from now on is now officially Coors Light. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about today? It's yellow. <laughs> that is true. Coors Light is yellow. But now what we're talking about. Today is Irish Stout. 15B. 15 by from the BJC pay. Yep. He deleted that one, didn't he? The BJCP style guidelines. You can't even hear it because the music's in the way. Well, he sounds like this. The BJCP style guidelines. Pay. Exactly. I hear that. I do too. BJCP. All, right, All right. So, Travis, tell us about Irish Stout. Well, we're a little early for St. Patrick's Day, oh, but we did want to start with the, uh, the darker version of the Irish ones. Mm-hmm. We will make sure that... Uh, Around St. Patrick's Day, well, I think we're going to hit up the Irish red because that oh, would be yes. applicable. Oh, yeah. And there's not really a style for Irish green, so we'll just have to stick with Irish red. But can we drink green beer? <laughs> <laughs> the Irish red is going to be something that we aim for around St. Patrick's Day, which uh, I should mention is also around the time that I'll be married. All right. So, hey, hey. I, actually, that may be the last episode I ever do. I, I don't know how <laughs> how this kind of thing changes. Or the next episode he misses. Yeah, true. Because he's only missed one. It could be. It, it's gonna get. Uh, it's gonna get really hairy uh, between episode. <laughs> like your back. <laughs> or is between that, episode oh thirty-five God. and forty. Or is that Bubba's wife? I looked at the calendar and I've got like wedding stuff happening every weekend so if i'm not here for something then that's okay we will love you either way (laughs) maybe i could be the call-in maybe it could be like a uh, a podcast bruce styles host spotlight where you guys come and you call me from my bed yeah he could be the phone i could do like a hangover uh interview i love you anyway can we can we talk about irish stout (laughs) irish beer we're talking about uh the irish stout which is the darker one in the, uh, in the in the fifteen category of Irish beer, and those are all traditional beers of Ireland, contained in this category. But we are doing Irish stout today. All right, you should see the look on Chris's face right now. the The Instagram person should be taking pictures of these. Oh, I concur. That's right. Irish stout. It, basically, it's a very black beer, and you've had these before. Think about Guinness Draft, Murphy Stout. I mean, these are like dark as night. For the most part, but they're not always opaque. But the overall impression we're talking about is a black beer with a pronounced roasted flavor, often similar to coffee. These are going to be roasted and uh, oftentimes can be almost burnt. That's just how it is. The balance can range from fairly even to quite bitter, with the more balanced versions having a little malty sweetness and the bitter versions being quite dry. Uh, this was a change for the most recent version of, or the most recent iteration of the uh, BJCP guidelines. In 2015, the previous ones in 2008 called this a dry stout. 
Okay, I was, I was about to ask you. Yeah. There's a lot of different stouts. There's milk stouts. There's dry stouts. There's sweet stouts. There's, there's sin mint. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of different stouts. So, I mean, where do you draw the line? What is this one specifically? Yeah, in, in, the, uh, in the 2008 version, you had, I think there was like five stouts that listed dry stout, sweet stout, American stout, imperial stout, and oatmeal stout. So they had those five. And then in this one, they changed dry stout to be Irish stout. Even though there were some dry stouts made in, uh, in England and Scotland, traditionally, they decided to lump it into the Irish style because that's where it, uh, it emanated from originally. And I'm sure that Eddie will regale us with that during the history section. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, which, I mean, we do have, uh, we had, I think we have two authentic Irish versions uh, to taste tonight. And we do have one from Scotland. But they're all the same style. It's Irish stout. Um, and these are ones that, I mean, honestly, you want to have at a bar on draft because those are ones that are you're going to get a creamy mouthfeel and appearance from a nitro pour. You mean at a pub? But mm. the Bolter of, <laughs> of versions will not have this, <laughs> typically. However, with canning technology, the advances that we have, we actually have some nitro can versions tonight, too. See, yeah. So I mean, you're looking for the appearance of basically a jet black pour. If it's on nitro, then you're gonna pour it, and you're gonna have a nice, uh, like a bready brown color to start with, and then it starts cascading from the bottom up. It's really cool appearance. It is really cool. And then it starts turning pitch black from the bottom, and then starts working its way up. Exactly like that. How'd they go? And then you have okay. And then you have a nice creamy like a loaf of bread sitting on top of it and that head stays around for a long time so we have another liquid bread beer yes but this one does not have bready aromas or flavors so you're just talking about appearance just the appearance oh okay I mean honestly the flavors the aroma it's gonna be dark and burnt and roasted but burnt? that's it yes we want, so we want burnt in this one a touch of it not okay. overly so. Well, some of the others, the the guidelines said not burnt. Yes. Specifically. Right. So this one, it's okay. When you're talking about a beer that you put in black patent malt, which is basically a fancy way of saying burnt malt, this is one of the styles that it's applicable for. So you're going to get in the aroma... Uh, those kind of flavors where it's almost coffee-like, you know, the roasted coffee, dark chocolate, roasted grain, but you will not have the sweetness that you get from like a milk, a milk chocolate or, um, or milk stout. It is all roasted grain. That's it. Same thing with the flavor. It's very straightforward, uh, super milky, creamy mouthfeel, no sweetness at all. You could get like a medium to high, to high hop bitterness, and that also will kind of interplay with the the uh, astringency you get from the roasted barley. But uh, this is basically what you're gonna pull up to the bar or to the pub, <laughs> and you know they'll pull off a a handle on the cask and and you suck it down. There's no sweetness. There's no thinking about it. It's there and it is. <sighs> It's dark. So you're saying we might get a hot presence in this. Mm. You can. Because you mentioned something about 
a hot presence. Yeah, that that would be acceptable because in the flavor they want a moderate roasted grain with a medium to high hop bitterness. So they're not talking about the hop flavor. Okay, but the hop right. bitterness, yes, they want. So. How, could that easily be confused with the astringency of the black patent? Oh, absolutely. Because you're talking about, you know, this has coffee-like flavors. And if you've had just a stock black coffee, you know, no creamer, no sweetness, no sugar, then you know what, what kind of astringency we're talking about. Right. So so it could be either or hops or black patent type dark roasted malt astringency. Yes. The two are kind of interchangeable at this point. Yes, because, I mean, it's unsweetened chocolate. Ugh. And all of those things lead to bitterness, but they do mention uh, medium to no hop flavor. If there is, it's it's earthy. So okay. you're not going to have like a a punchy piney hop. Right. Yeah, it's going to be a dirty hop. Yeah, absolutely. So I have one other question: the mouthfeel. When you're talking about a milk stout or a sweet stout or something, like that, you're talking about an extremely full, creamy, full-bodied type mouthfeel is the dry stout going to be exactly like that or is it going to be maybe a little more medium to full body a little on the thinner side you know it's going to be pretty different uh definitely a thinner mouthfeel just the uh the body itself is going to be a lot thinner uh, oftentimes these beers are less than five percent in alcohol I mean, we're talking like maybe oh, okay four to four and a half at most that's so, not much see yeah. when, when we start talking about the different types of stouts it's real easy for them to all kind of blend together. You know, we've already done Imperial Stout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're going to have a real thick, creamy, high alcohol, mm -hmm. obviously, right. stout. But then you've got dry stout. You've got sweet stout. You've got, you know, whatever. So I think it's really important for us to really sit down and, and say, okay, these are the differences between mm -hmm. them. So the Irish stout could be a, maybe a little bit on the thinner side. Not overly sweet. Yes. Sort of bitter. Really dry. Yes. Well, dry to an extent as far as, as, as a stout is concerned. Yeah, because I On think the drier side of a stout. In their, uh, in their um, vernacular, they're going to talk about dry as the finish because it is very roasty, uh, quite bitter, but not very harsh. Astringent. It, it has some astringency, but not to the point where it's like harsh and you have to spit it out bitter beer face yeah so yeah this is basically like and this is a, kind of my problem the first time i had guinness draft because i had always heard about oh guinness is like the darkest of all beers and then somebody poured it for me and i drank it and i was like oh i i don't know what to think because it's really dark but it's not like yeah i the first time i had i didn't get a, a lot of flavor a lot out of, of beer going down my, my i throat. didn't get a whole lot of flavor uh -huh. at a guinness draft the first time i had it. i was like this is it that's that's it. That's Guinness. Yeah. So this is a very low alcohol, uh, almost yeah. thin bodied, very meat. easy. But uh, I mean, super roasty and no sweetness, and that's what it's supposed to be. So, would you like a quick fun fact that'll take two seconds? <laughs> sure. One. The St. James Gate Brewery was leased to the Guinness family for nine thousand years. What? What? Uh. That's a long time. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It says, Arthur, obviously anticipating that his company's stout beer would be wildly popular, took out an unprecedented 9,000-year lease on the St. James Gate Brewery in Dublin for 30, or I'm sorry, 45 euro per year. 
It's now the world's largest stout brewer, and that bank is really hitting itself for giving it out so cheaply. Oh my god! <laughs> what in the? I thought oh that was. My. I thought that was kind of interesting. Nine thousand year lease took longer than two seconds, though. Who could fathom that amount of time on a lease? Forty-five years. Speaking of history of the style, yeah, Eddie. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> so the uh, Irish stout originally reflected a fuller, creamier, more stout body and strength, but it eventually evolved uh, from attempts to capitalize on the success of London porters. Ah, oh, we've talked yeah. about that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, many times. Yeah. So uh, Guinness began brewing only porter in 1799 and a stout kind of porter around 1810. Irish stouts diverged from London single stout, or simply a porter, in the late 1800s, with an emphasis on darker malts. Uh, Guinness's wow, wow, Guinness was among the first breweries to use black patent malt for porters and stouts in the 1820s. Guinness began using roasted barley after World War II, while London brewers continued to use a brown malt. Uh, they started using flaked barley in the 1950s, also increasing attenuation greatly. Guinness Drought was launched as a brand in 1959, and drought cans and bottles were developed in late 1980. Draft cans and bottles were developed in the late 1980s and 1990s. That's interesting Mm -hmm. that you mentioned that England continued to use their brown malts, and then Ireland went towards the darker malts. Right. So that's that's where we get the London Porter. Versus Irish Stout. Right. That's interesting. I, I didn't know that before. Yeah. So that's uh, just a really, really brief history of it. Uh, yeah, we talked history, stout history, a little bit when we talked about our Imperial Stout. Right. Um, so if you want to get a little bit more in depth on that, check out that episode. But stouts started out as porters, and they were called stout porters. Right. They're a little bit darker, a little heavier, a little bit more alcohol. Um. And then eventually they split into their own two separate categories. Exactly. So, yeah, so check out our stout episode. Cause yeah, our, there you go. Our, yeah, stout episode. Imperial stout. Imperial stout yeah. episode. Check out our website. <laughs> that too. Check out our website. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you didn't have to say it twice, Sawyer. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so I guess that's, there's our style. Yeah. yeah. Pretty style. straightforward. Um, entry-level stout, would you say? Yeah. See, this is a silly episode, but we have some good beers to line up. Mm-hmm. We have. We've got some good beers <laughs> to drink. I'm actually looking forward to this episode because, like I said uh, when I was talking to Travis earlier, it's really kind of hard for me to differentiate some of these stouts. You know, even in our BJCP class, we talked about Irish stouts. And then we went into milk stouts that same day. And I was like, I have these two right next to each other. And I'm just like, I, it's really hard for me to tell the difference. Mm. So, I don't know. Hopefully, this will help. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Get to talk about it some more. So, yeah. so let's get to drinking some beer. Yeah. I'm ready. All right. So, we're going to take a break. Get our uh, stouts lined up. And oh, boy. <laughs> I know. So, I was looking forward to it. Well, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Oh, wait. I no, we're not there yet, Travis. Okay, bye. All right, we'll be right back. Well, I'm glad you asked. 
I was thinking that same thing. <laughs> anyway, welcome back from our break. Hi. We're going to start out. <laughs> Hi, Sawyer. Hello. We're going to start out Hello. with Guinness Draft, not Drought, Eddie. Sorry. I like Drought. <laughs> um, we Ashley did. Sort of calls it Draw. Yeah, he does. Have you ever heard him say that? He calls yeah. it Draw. He says, you know, I got yeah. this on Draw. Yeah. Well, because you draw it out of... I, I can see where he gets that from. All okay. right. So, but anyway, so... Uh, we got these in the can so we could get the nitro widget in the bottom. Yeah, can. It's a regular can. Though. Can I break this can open? Yeah, it's a tall can. Yeah, Eddie wants the cat toy out of it. So <laughs> the one, the one I brought says don't mess with it even when it's empty. It's cool. I, yeah. He's got a knife. Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. No, he's not working. Well, that knife. It's a regular it knife. It's a very sharp knife. Okay, now it's open. <laughs> All right, so this is yeah, it's a cat toy. Um, all right, so it's all right, so brewed. Now we're gonna smell Eddie's wood. It's plastic and ball. Now we're gonna smell Eddie's ball. It's smell plastic. Ball. Oh, <laughs> That's sick. a good job. There's another one for you, Travis. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all three of them are me. I don't understand. Um, anyway, so it says brewed in Dublin, uh, established 1759. And if you I'm didn't not know, seeing an ABV anywhere on the can. And if you didn't know, Dublin is in Ireland. Really. I for think Irish so. stout. I think so. It does give some information like 125 calories. Did you know? Did you know that? Travis, did you know Guinness only has 125 calories? That's amazing. Now that's a throwback for like I don't know, 8 years ago. Thank mm-hmm. you Bill Nye. Uh, 9.9 grams of carbohydrates, <laughs> 0.3 grams of protein, and 0.0 grams of fat. Wow. So those of you on a diet, drink Guinness. I think I will start drinking Guinness. <laughs> um, We've now proven scientifically that a beer belly is not true. It's dad, yeah, science! Dad, dad bod. Have you all heard about dad bod? Yes. Apparently that's the thing now. Apparently women find that attractive. Yeah, it's Someone. a dad bod. Anyway, so here's what it he, He's uh, going to suck the ball. He just sucked on the ball. Oh, it tastes gross. Here's what it says on the can. The ball tastes gross. Brewed in Ireland by Guinness & Co., St. James Gate, Dublin, Ireland. Brewers of distinction since 1759. Imported by Diego Guinness, USA, Norwalk, Connecticut. The Guinness word harp device. Arthur Guinness, signature and Guinness web store. Words are trademarks of Guinness. Oh, blah, blah, blah. It's still a nice and now tasty. (laughs) Thank you, Travis. Brewing brewing history. history. In the year 9,000. What? 9,000 year lease. Oh, my God. St. James Brewery. I don't see an ABV anywhere on this can. I think it's got to be 4 even or 4.2. I will Somebody check it into it on Untapped. I got this. I got this. Hold on. Hold the phone. Anyway, so when we poured it, apparently the instructions are for a nitro can is you crack it open, then you pour vigorously. But you did. There was a, a very strong cascading action in the head. Mm-hmm. Is this Guinness Drought? Draft. Okay. Draw. <laughs> it is. Anyway, so it is... Uh, actually, I was about to say black as night, but you hold it up to the light and I see a ruby. It is a... Color yeah, through it. A stout Irish dry 4.3%. Okay. That was close. 45 IBUs. Yeah, a lot of these, as far as the appearance, when you just look at it on the table, it's going to be black. But yeah. when you hold it to the light, it's not opaque. 
They're going yeah. to be very clear, yeah. not have like sediment or anything, and you will get some ruby highlights. I think on all, yeah. all of them we have tonight. It mm. has 978,000 plus check-ins on Untapped. It's very popular. 18,134 check-ins this month. Thank yeah. you, Sawyer. A, the well, cool hey, thing about the, uh, about the, the nitro physics. is like when you pour it and you pour vigorously, it starts off like really like murky and nasty brown. Yeah. But then you watch it and it starts from the bottom to the top. It started from the bottom. Now we're here. Hey. It starts off like... It like clears. Really, yeah. And then you start seeing it going all the way up, all the way up. And it yep. gets dark, and dark, dark, dark. Also, this has been sitting on the table for a while, and there's still maybe a quarter inch of white foam. Yes. It's a very persistent head. Mm. It does yeah. not go away. I think that's one of the hallmarks of the style now is to yeah. be nitro uh, aged rather than I wish that was my life. So, well, all right. Anyway, cool. Let's take a whiff. Mm. Get some uh, roasty, caramely characters in the aroma. I get kind of, uh, I, I get slight hot, pho? slight like alcohol. Asian food. What? I get malt. God, this yes. this creamy, this creaminess of this. Well, is that's the nitro. Incredible. Well, I know, but still, it's part of the style. Because I had a nitro beer earlier, so that's how I know. Thank you, Sawyer. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I get I'm providing I get my little, expert insight. I get a little bit of heat, just barely, in a. Little the aroma, more. yeah, it's only four point three. I know, and I still get it. It's weird. Okay, uh, okay, actually, never mind. <laughs> Forget what I said. I had Knob Creek before this. Well, you might. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's true. I was about to say yeah. you could be misconstruing so that for that. the like bitterness and yeah, because I'm in the roasty. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of roasty astringency in the aroma. Scotch, hey, everything I said. Forget Eddie, everything I said. Eddie, yes. Raffle Copter. Yes. Yes. That being said, we now have an empty bottle of Knob Creek, so uh, next week we'll have a new bottle of liquor that just sits here, and we look at it until somebody gets stupid. If you have a suggestion for our brand or type of liquor, send us a comment. If you give us a suggestion, we give you a t-shirt. There you go. Wild Turkey 101. the the mouthfeel of this is very smooth, and I dare to say... Pretty thin, very it's so like very thin, thick and creamy that I no. don't know that I could Ooh. quite the opposite pound it <laughs> as well. No, it, no, definitely the opposite. It's it's a very thin and smooth mouthfeel. I don't I don't get any creaminess. I don't get full bodied. No. I don't uh, nothing. You know, I have a major announcement to make, and no, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> um, this is my very first Guinness. Hmm. Congratulations. Uh, this reminds me of the agave nectar in the Sidewinder. Does it? Yes. <laughs> really? No. He said, uh, Lies. the same way. Uh, Listen back. Hit your, like, replay button for 30 yeah. seconds ago. Blue? Hear it. Yeah. He's like, uh, Anyway, so... Um, you know, uh, I would agree. It's a very thin mouth. Yeah, it is. Yes. Um, but I, I like the flavor. Which is it. Which is surprising. When you look at it, you think, okay, this is, like, really dark. It's going to be thick. But it's not... I do, I do. However, get some creaminess, and I think that's from the nitro. That yeah. it's you know fairly like palate coating. Yeah, it's kind of on the, the. This is weird. The creaminess is kind of on the back end. It's not real like in your face, creamy, thick, full bodied. Mm. It's just kind of smooth going down. So, believe it or not, I actually have a relevant question for all three of you. Yes. 
Do you think that this is popular because the mouthfeel is so thin? No. But it's a stout? No. Really? I think so because this is, to me, when you say stout, this is not stout. No. Right, exactly, which brings me to what I was about to say a second ago. The flavor in this is very bland subdued yeah super i wouldn't say bland it's on the border well yeah yeah it's kind of it's kind of on the low side there's not a whole lot there as i drink this beer okay Okay, travis sorry it fits he said on the border (laughs) no okay so as as i was saying the flavor of this is not over the top when you think stout you think lots of malts coffee chocolate but i also think very heavy Right, but I'm just saying as a, as a package, all of it together, full mouthfeel, lot, all, a lot of these really strong flavors, that's what you think whenever you're talking about stouts. This is neither. Oh, no, I agree. It's a little on the thinner side. Yes. Very easy drinking. The flavors are not over the top. It's very approachable. It's not bitter. It's not right. overly sweet. My- there's not coffee. There's not alcohol. There's not anything. No, it's just there. I agree, but my point is that... I mean, people will look at this and say, oh, Guinness. Yeah, I'm going to try a Guinness. But they probably haven't listened to the podcast, and they're not going to know what a stout is. Yeah, you never know. Well, I'm just saying, for those those people that are out there that don't know what a stout is, they're probably finding this pretty yeah. popular because they think it's a stout, and, but it's not. Well, the other side of that, too, is Guinness has been around forever. Well, yes. It it's was like, popular because it's tradition. 9,000 years yeah. at least, yes. You've got Bud Light and you've got Guinness. Yes. You know, 20 years ago, that was kind of it. Right. And when you didn't even drink beer, you knew what Guinness was. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no, I know. You saw the commercials on TV. My point is, I think, in my personal opinion, I think it's popular because it's so thin and a lot of people don't know really what a stout is. Well, it's very approachable. Right. But even then, I still, like, I agree with Eddie. I wouldn't call this a stout. Mm Mm-mm. I, I don't even know that I would call this a porter even just Mm-mm. just because it's dark. Flavor-wise, maybe. Mm. Color-wise, yes. I, I don't even think flavor-wise. I think the flavor-wise, it could there's, be like Okay, a, no, no, no. There's, there's some roastiness there. There's a little bit of chocolate. I wouldn't say coffee. I wouldn't go that far. No. But there's some baker's chocolate going on. Yeah. There's a little bit of sweetness. It's not over the top. It's not as much sweetness as you might get out of like a milk right. stout or a sweet stout, but it's not bitter. Sure. Like a pale ale. Sure. It's not um obviously as light as a Coors Light would be. <laughs> so like I said before, when you're talking about twenty years ago, there was Coors Light and there was Guinness. Sure. So you've got light and you've got dark. That was kind of that was your range. See, and to me this is like like a medium light beer, but it's dark. You know what I mean? Just based off of color. But taste wise, it's like a medium light beer. Does that make sense? Well, that's a lot of uh, where you have to really expand your thinking on styles. That a stout is not just dark and rich and thick. There can be more to it than that. Mm, Maybe. Like as Chris mentioned earlier, that the styles are evolving. What a stout is today, you know, may not be a stout 16 years ago. I mean, we talked about in the backcountry episode that their award-winning pale ale 16 years ago won the gold medal at GABF for the IPA uh, uh, category. Hmm. And so, like, styles are always evolving. 
I think that this one is certainly popular because it is the first, it's the biggest, it's the one that has lasted for over a century. Right. And it's still a name. Well, the most recognizable name. Well, and, yes. And there are there are ranges for stouts. You have dry stouts, you have sweet stouts, you have American stouts, you have oatmeal stouts, you have imperial stouts. And you know, between those two ranges, there's a huge difference. I guess just to leave this beer, I would say that I guess that 1050 has thrown my opinion. Well, that was a very dark, thick, imperial stout. That's We're talking about the two broadest ranges of stout here. Well, I know. This I, stout versus 1050. But, those are two completely different things. But I, I guess now that I think about it, all the stouts that I've ever had have been imperial. Temptress, well, Bird Hatchet. Yeah. Uh, well, which brings me one, back to... 1050. It brings me back to what I said earlier. Imperial stouts aside, you've got dry stout, Irish stout, whatever you want to call it. Yes. Milk stout, coffee stout, you know, all these middle range stouts, it's kind of hard to differentiate between them. Sure. Now, I would be interested to see how this one compares to the other Irish stouts that we have. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, Guinness is Guinness. It's going to be what it is. Nobody's going to change it. It's there. Right. The flip side of that, People that have actually gone to Ireland and had Guinness have said it's a completely different beer there. No, I've heard that too. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like this is the um, quote unquote Americanized imported Guinness could be different here than it is over there. And I have personal proof of that actually. Oh, Dustin and his now wife, yeah, went to Ireland for their honeymoon. Mm -hmm. They had Guinness there and just raved about it and they said it was different they said it was way different oh yeah i mean they they're like you need to go to ireland you need to try this every single person i've talked to that has been to ireland has said the exact same thing yep it is not the same beer no and i can i i mean just hearing it from them i i believe it and i'm thinking that maybe this guinness draft what when you go to ireland you order a guinness yeah i don't think you get this no there's I no think way. you get what we call the Guinness Extra Stout. Yeah, probably. I think it's a different beer. So I wonder if we should have picked that up for tonight. Or different style. It is a different style. Really? According to BJCP, it's a different style. Oh, okay. Or maybe just we should it. just go to Ireland, order a Guinness, and see what we get. Hey, $69 flight. <laughs> Not yet. Close. All right, so poundability rating. My poundability rating. <laughs> <laughs> My poundability rating, and yes, I did not slur that. My poundability rating would probably be about a eight and a half or nine. I agree with you. I was thinking an eight. Yeah, pretty high. I was thinking it's, eight. I mean, it's a thin mouthfeel. As much yeah. as there's not a whole lot of like. And, and don't get yeah. me wrong. Even though you passed it over to me, Eddie, you didn't want to finish it. Nope. Look, don't get me wrong. I know that I kind of negatively talked about this beer. I think this is a great beer. I think it tastes fine. great. The flavor is good. It's very drinkable. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. I just don't think, in American terms, I don't think that this is a stout. Well, if if I'm if I'm wanting a stout, Guinness is not what I'm going to reach for. No, I, I have so many options. I would reach for Temptress. That's just me. And well, uh, okay, yeah. Irish stouts are like the Bernie Sanders of stouts, <laughs> and a Temptress is like the John McCain of stouts. There's a big difference between the two, even though they're all in politics. Right. There's a huge, you know, they're both in different <laughs> spectrums. So think about it that way. This one's very, you know. Maybe we'll I would have, have said Barack Obama and well, Donald Trump. Maybe, oh, <laughs> you stole my joke. I was going to say, maybe we'll have one soon that will trump it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. 
And two and one. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Anyway, you're so welcome. we had a lot of conversation there about generic uh, Irish stouts. Yes. So I'd be really interested to see how this and all that conversation we had compares to our following beers. So what's next? Actually, not an Irish beer. It's a Scottish beer. However, <laughs> it still falls within the guidelines of the Irish stout. Well, I'm glad we you it. asked. Cool. Yes. The guidelines. Yes, the guidelines. This is from Bellhaven. Which is uh, imported from Scotland. And it's their Black Scottish Stout. Now this one, since it does fall within the guidelines, it's a 4.2% alcohol. So it is a very light, uh, like it is uh, the other ones. This one is also in a can. It has a widget inside. Can you hear that? Oh, you can't hear it. You can hear it in the other one, though. Oh, yeah. This one does, because I... I saw it earlier. It's just kind of thick. Here, Eddie, cut this one open too. Okay. <laughs> no, last time he almost stabbed his leg. It's just, it's just a key. But it sounds different. I want to know why. No, it's not a key. It's a knife. Oh, there's a knife right here. Yep. I got tons of knives over there, dude. Just grab one. <laughs> so, no big even deal. a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> it has a uh, it has a five step process. Jesus. Step one: chill for three hours. Step two: carefully open can. And when we did. It, it was not like a regular... Um, well, and Eddie just sliced it open with a knife. I did? It did not sound like that. It sounded like... <laughs> and then it just did that for a long time. That's why. why is, oh, that's weird. What? It's like a... It's a circu- circular... It's a cylinder it's a instead cup. of a sphere. Yeah, it's not a cat toy it's a around ball. It's a like circular. It kind of looks. That. It kind of looks Stuck like a. On the bottom. It looks like a bung for a airlock on a carboy. Yeah, it's it's attached to the can. I really just wanted to say bung. Yeah, I'm gonna isolate. It looks like a bung. <laughs> and bung, that's, that's your next draw. Because nobody said anything. It's gonna be great. <laughs> it's a cylinder. It's attached. Relaxing. It's, it's on the can. I've got my hand. In, it's literally attached to the can. It's part of the can. I bet the sphere was supposed You're to be right attached right. to the can. As You're opposed, right. it's not a regular can. It's got a bung attached to it. <laughs> yeah, bung. It's, I just get cinnamon. Uh, there's no cinnamon. Oh my God. Seriously, it's attached to the can. <laughs> the Guinness one is a ball, a sphere inside the can that rattles around. This one is attached to the can. He's a ball. Oh my God. And I'm intrigued this the, by this. This it's is the different. bell. This is the Bellhaven. Somebody ring the bell. Thank you. This is the Bellhaven Black Scottish Stout. Black as night. Looking at the appearance, it is. Basically the same, it's the exact same thing as yeah, Guinness. the same as Guinness because it's okay. dark on the table. You hold up the light; it's clear. The ruby aroma, and ruby. the aroma is yeah. very similar. Well, hold on, we have the same kind of cascading. Hold appearance. on a second. Yeah, the the cascading appearance is the same, but yeah. also this has been sitting on the table for a few minutes now. It has the exact same quarter inch persisting yeah, creamy head. head on it yep. that the Guinness did. Yeah. It know, literally looks identical. Is that because of the nitro? It I, has to be. Well, because the same I think it's twofold. The nitro and the fact that it's the Irish stout. The, the same, style and the nitro. Okay, but I had the buried hatchet earlier at the bar. And it was on nitro. And the same exact thing happened. The head stuck around for a while. I mean, Eddie saw it. You had like two inches of head. Though. Yeah, it was there for a while. You lots of head at the bar. You did. I saw it. That was a big 
But really, though, seriously, I, I think it is just because of nitro. I don't think it's it possible. I think the CO2 would change it dramatically. I would be interested to see the exact same two beers side by side, one on nitro, one on CO2. I would, too. See, carbon dioxide is more like bubbly, fizzy, and yeah. bigger appearance of bubbles. Mm-hmm. Nitrogen has always been like very minute bubbles, I think which causes a very creamy, slick, the, smooth. Yeah. You, you don't get the same carbonic bite on right. a nitro. Oh, no, I do completely on agree. Completely agree. That that buried hatch that I heard of, had earlier. Wow, heard of? I didn't heard it earlier. <laughs> I drank it earlier. Uh, the The head was extremely thick, but it wasn't like it, like you said, Chris. The same bite. Yeah, it was. It's extremely thick. Now going on to the aroma of this, it smells completely different too. Really, I disagree. I get a lot more roasty notes. Oh yeah, I, I disagree. Oh, de- I definitely get a lot more roasty notes. I got multi. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Some I more get like the multi, roasty, multi too. Uh, maybe like some dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. The the I mean, mul- not the sweet chocolate, but the, the aroma is completely different <laughs> than the, the Guinness. The maltiness reminds me of a Martzen, like yeah. Hackershore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See, this Sorry. reminds yeah. me of, like sticking my head in the malt bag before you brew a homebrew. Yes. Yeah. If you if you if you're brewing a stout, you got your milled yes. grains right there. Right. Stick your head in it, smell it. Yes. That's this. Uh-huh. I did I not get that in the Guinness. <laughs> oh, no. I did. I agree. I did I, not. I thought that I I got some I got malt in the Guinness. A I just had nuts. I I got some <laughs> malt in the I did not get any nuts. Guinness as well. But not I, nearly like this though. No, I tasted it, and it's got the same body, which is still upsetting because it's supposed to me a stout should be medium to heavy body, and this is not. Yeah, I agree with Eddie. See, you got to change your perspective, though. This uh, is a stout, but it's but a it's different not. style. I know. Yeah, it's not what you. It's okay. a stout. So it just makes me angry. Damn Irish I people. I agree with Eddie. The mouthfeel is the same. Yeah, but I think part of that has to do with the carbonation, like me and Sawyer were just talking about. You get. Less carbonic bite with nitro. There's no bubbles. When you take a drink, it's smooth. There's no bubbles because it's nitro. Okay? That's the first part of it. The other part of it, the actual body of it, if you're talking about thin, medium, full, it's the same as the Guinness. It's not a full-bodied beer. But the flavor of it is completely different from the Mm. Guinness. I, I guess I'm just still confused on this whole stout thing. And I think Eddie... Well, hold on, wait. I think I Eddie... didn't say anything. <laughs> well, you're about to. No, I wasn't. You went... <gasps> anyways. still a nice... And now tasty... Anyways. Nod to Brewing History. And I think Eddie can agree with me on this. When Again, when we think stout, we think very heavy, big beer. This is not yeah, that at exactly. all. Exactly. But it still says stout on the can. Yeah. It's time to change your perspective. Exactly. But how can I change my perspective on it? Because when... there are different types of stout. There's Irish dry stout. There's okay. milk stout, which you like. You yes. had the left hand. I, I like the left hand. I you like the Tetris. Yes. yes. Those are milk stouts. I know. Sweet stouts. Kind of the same idea. There's imperial stouts, which are almost triple the alcohol in these beers. Right. This is a 4 or 5% alcohol. I know. Imperial stouts are double, triple the alcohol. That's also going to increase the body and the mouthfeel. Okay? 
you have to this is like the stout man's light lager so are you that's saying, what this is let me ask you a question so are you saying that because of the low alcohol level we have such a thin mouthfeel yeah think about the homebrewing process okay to get a low alcohol can you start with a 1090 og no well okay no you no, can't you can't so to get a low alcohol you start with like a 1030 uh, okay i, I go get, down to 1010 10. yeah that's only 20 points there right i get that that's about how you're gonna get a four and a half five percent abv but here's my next that has to do with mouthfeel no, og oh, and okay. fg that whole calculation that is mouthfeel that is abv then here's my rebuttal to that and I know this is not a style, and I'm not trying to be funny, but my Imperial Blonde... <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. But think about it, though. My Imperial Blonde, it was, what, 10%? Okay. Yes. What was the OG? I 1,100. Okay. And what was your OG? Can you use Paradise Seeds in this beer? The OG was no. 1,100. Yeah. Okay. What was your FG? I don't remember. It was I'd probably... It up. Yeah. It was probably like... I. 10 10 maybe okay but my my next point though would be why does it why is it a thin mouthfeel if it's if it's that much alcohol i was about to answer that okay mouthfeel has to do with fg yes og is an important part of that original gravity where are you starting from mouthfeel has to do with fg final gravity if you ferment all the way down to 10 10 all the way down to one it's going to be water it's going to be thin. If you start at 1100 and you only ferment down to 1030, that's going to be a fuller mouthfeel. So this is a numbers game. Yes, exactly. Okay. In order to get this style beer, low alcohol and a thin mouthfeel, you're talking about maybe starting 1040. Okay. I Hey, when it comes down to numbers, I believe you. Let's relate it to music. All right. Okay, fine. We're all musicians <laughs> yeah, here. We're musicians. Okay. So if you're dealing in the terms of like Metallica or Motorhead, okay. those would be Imperial Stout. Right. Okay. Very heavy, very dark. Sure. And then you talk about Dry Stout, that would be Alanis Morissette. Still <laughs> rock. Still rock, but very, very light, very pop rock. They are in the same genre like overarching genre of pop rock, and then your but brown- you have huge differences between the two, like the Beatles. Okay, you could do that too. Okay, and then I, your I your Beatles brown are. ales or porters would be like the Eagles, Motown. Oh, rest <laughs> in peace, Glenn Frey. Oh yeah, yeah. Man. That's why I said that. that. Thank so, you. Yeah, I mean, thank you for for realizing when you that, say stout, you. you're talking about a huge umbrella yeah. that encompasses many different things. A dry stout is just one small portion, a very far, uh, far-reaching spectrum exactly. of stout. Yeah. When you are when, like the stouts that you guys are talking about, that you want and that you've grown up thinking this is what a stout should be, is also a stout, but just a different portion of it. <laughs> it's like R and B. You've got Dr. Dre. Yes. And you've got Boys to Men. Well, you know the funny. Ready. Here's yeah. the funny. I mean, there's there's a there's a big. A big, There's a big difference there. Here's the funny thing, and I think a lot of people could probably relate to what I'm about to say. I grew up thinking Guinness as the thickest, darkest, biggest beer out there. 
Yeah. And like I said, 20 years ago, you had Bud Light and Guinness. Yes. I. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying just Guinness by itself. The game has changed. Right. No, I agree. That's a good drop. I like that. What? The, the game, game has changed. changed. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. It has. He had some intensity. The game has changed. <laughs> Seriously, though, it has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. think 20 years ago, like I said, you got Bud Light, you got Guinness. Now, Guinness is not the stout to go for. No. It's no, not. It's it, not. There are no. so many more other... More other. Have, there are so many more stouts to choose from if you want that style of beer, if you want that roastiness, if you want the coffee, you want the chocolate, yeah. you want the vanilla, you mm-hmm. want the burnt. You have so many other choices. Yeah, I agree. Well, but the people that want Guinness, they want Guinness. Right. Well... It's been a good conversation, but let's get back to Bellhaven. Bellhaven. Yeah. So, you know, thank you. The, I've well, tasted. I'm to build any writing. <laughs> we don't about flavor. We're not there yet. We're Has running ever- out of time. We've got to move ahead. I, we do have to move ahead. Has everyone tasted the Bellhaven? Yes. yes. Okay. So, uh, in my opinion, the Bellhaven is still a few just. times. <laughs> the Bellhaven is just as thin as the Guinness, in my opinion. I yes. think it, that this one might be more flavorful than the Guinness. Yes, I would agree. Yeah, okay. I just like I said in the aroma, there's more roasty, there's more malt, there's See, more chocolate, there's it, the flavor's different. The right. mouth feels the same though. No, I agree. I, I, for me, I get more malt. I don't get roastiness. Uh, that's just me though. So uh, I'll leave the floor open. Do you, you get guys. any more astringency? Uh, maybe a little. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that's a drop too. <laughs> this Travis. one is. I, I would say less astringent, less bitter, uh, a little smoother than uh, than the Guinness Draft. Smoother? Uh, yes. Really? I would say so. Hmm. Eddie does not care for this at all. No. That's why he's completely checked out. But, yep. but he's doing his job as Instagram man, and so you're going to yep. see all these on Instagram. Instagram man. Follow us on Instagram on whatever the handle is. At Instagram. At Bruce, Bruce Isles. You'll see that Travis is looking extra fly today, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because you know what? I have respect for this podcast, unlike no, these no, other no, guys. No, he went to Bass Hall. Dude, you look like the guy from Breaking Bad. You. Me? I've never seen Breaking <laughs> Bad. Anyway. Hey, can you text me that? Yes. Thank you. So, Bellhaven. It's good beer. I like it. I would drink this. I like it better than Guinness. I like this beer. Thank you. <laughs> you would drink it over the Guinness? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I would too. It's got more flavor. It's more roasty Agreed. than the Guinness well, is. Well, except for the roastiness. But well, yes. I, but okay. So, what flavor do you get that's not roasty? If you like it better no, than the Guinness, I just get cinnamon. No, Travis, there's no cinnamon. If you get more flavor, I just get the nuts. I'm about to unplug you. <laughs> okay, the the flavor that I get is purely just malt. And I like that. Okay, I, I, but malts have flavors. If you had to put a flavor word to your malt, what would you say it was? For some reason, and this is way just a big shot no, in the dark. You can be wrong. I know. Big shot in the dark. It reminds me of tea. Like the tail end of a taste of tea. Okay. I can see that. And I like that. I can see that. Especially sweet tea, for example, because it's so malty. Well, eh, yeah, but there's not sugar in here. Well, I know. It's I, not a sweet stout. No, 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 I know. I'm just saying the tail end of a sweet tea, that's what it reminds me of. Not the Like the, the leafy, yeah. plant-like. Yes, right. Okay. That's what it reminds me of. That's what I got the same thing on Guinness, but I think this is, I don't know, to me, I just like this better. 
Guinness is like watered down tea. Yeah. If you were making me drink one of these, I would pick the Bellhaven. <laughs> if we had a gun to your head and you had to pick one. I would pick Bellhaven. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen Eddie react this way so mm-hmm. violently against a style of nope. beer. I hate this style. And that's okay. Pretty much. Yeah. I'm, I'm still Here, drinking it, but well, I hate it. Title to your own opinion. Yep. Mm-hmm. To each his own. Well, Bellhaven, thank you. I have a feeling yes, the you. next one, though, might change your tune a bit. So what's next? But... What? Do oh. we do pineability rating? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. If the other one was... We had a consensus about eight on the last one. What's this one? Eight. Exactly the same for me. Yeah, same thing. The same. Yeah. yeah. I would say the same. I however... i pound it right now. However, I would enjoy pounding this one more than the last one. I'm going to pound the crap out of it. He did it a long time ago. Actually, Eddie's yeah. had an empty glass for about 20 minutes. All right, well, let's move on. What's our next one? Well, I'm glad you asked. Oh, my God. This is the Murphy's imported stout drought <laughs> style. What? What? That's what it imported says. Imported draft? Imported okay. stout drought burr, style. Burr, burr, burr. Draft style. <laughs> All right, so Murphy's, our second Irish. using only natural ingredients. So we've Government warning according to the Surgeon General. Oh, just kidding. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Cool, open it up. Actually, this is a can. Yes, but it didn't sound like that. Oh, this sounded like... What the yeah, these oh. are all under nitro, so when you open it, it's it's actually rather violent. It yeah, sounds like you're trying to log on a dial-up internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, okay, so we've had uh, an Irish... The Guinness. A Scottish... The Bellhaven. And another Irish... Murphy's. So... All the same style, yeah. Just, you know, across the Heart, across the channel from each other. Well, no, actually, no, they're no, they're, they're all the in the same, same continent. They're on the same island. They're just uh, hello, governor. Little <laughs> one's a little bit north of the other, and the other's a little bit south of the other. But all part of the UK. The rim of the can smells like cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> what an incredible drop that is! Wow, <laughs> it really next does. week, smell it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be Ooh, it does awesome. smell like cigarettes. Let's see that. The no, rim like stout. of the can smell cigarettes. smells like cigarettes. I don't smell it. Smell, smell Eddie's it. rim. <laughs> no. It... <laughs> There's one not by sample. There you go. <laughs> that one's not by me. Anyway, so looking at it, it looks identical to the others. So you've got pitch uh-huh. black. I'm not holding up to the light. you got pitch black. A good quarter, actually, this was even more, maybe half an inch yeah. of very thick yeah. white foam. I get ruby highlights persistent. It. It's well, clear. I, I haven't held it up yet. I'm I talking have. about the initial. Even these cans look the same. I mean, yeah, it's, okay, it's so, all the same. Yeah, I get a little bit of ruby, but a lot less than the other two. So this one's probably darker. Still get a multi-aroma. Um this one's yeah. It, it smells a lot more like the Bellhaven than the Guinness. Honestly, I'm getting the exact same thing out of the three, but I don't like the style. I think it's the other way around. I think this smells more like the Guinness with uh, oh, yeah. like lower amounts of volatiles than the Bellhaven. What's a volatile? Something oh. that like stands out in your mind. Okay. It, like this one is just very straightforward and and milky and. And it's there. It's kind of like the... Eddie's already pushed his glass towards me. Tastes like the Guinness. Well, but that's what the style is supposed to be. Yeah. And, and 
very you approachable, know, thin, sorry. stout. I, I could do the the Bellhaven, but this one tastes like Guinness. And, and mm. some people love certain styles. Some people hate certain styles. That's okay. You know, yeah. I know there have been plenty of people that I talked to. Is like, here's a great IPA. What do you think? Oh my god, I hate this. This is terrible. Just like Eddie loves Ghostface Killer. Yes. Mm. <laughs> but and no, I hate it's Mosaic Cops. Terrible. It's just not your thing. Yeah. Everybody's got and different that's taste buds. Yeah. You know, I have to side with Eddie. I don't know that this beer style is my thing either. As they take a drink. I would never buy one of these again in my life. So you prefer yep. the milk stout? Yeah, I do. What's well, fine. I do. I, actually, yeah. I do too. Now, if somebody handed me this and say, hey, drink this. Oh, I would. I wouldn't turn it away. No. I would open it and pour it on the ground. It's free. Really? <laughs> you hate it that much. Yep. If Dude. somebody handed you a free beer, mm-hmm. free beer, you would not drink it. I'd rather drink a Modelo. No, that's not what I asked you. <laughs> if somebody handed you a free yeah, beer, I wouldn't drink it. I'd you... say, no, thank you. <laughs> well, it sounds okay. like we're not going to get an invitation to Ireland from Guinness anytime soon. So. <laughs> Probably not. Eddie won't. I won't. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll I would happily be stay home. more than happy <laughs> to or, go to Ireland. Oh, I would love to go to if, Ireland. You know, if Guinness, if you uh, send us plane tickets, then we will give you a T-shirt in return. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, they can afford it. But, but hey, we will only fly Qantas. Which is an Australian airline. <laughs> wow, that was high pitched. <laughs> could, could you squeal any more than that, Sawyer? No. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, the next episode is going to be all drops from this episode. 100%. <laughs> anyway, me being of Scottish origin. Nothing would make me happier than to visit that island yeah. and just go to pubs, drink beer. I I don't donkey. I'm, at some point in my life, probably in the very near future before I have a family, I'm going to take that trip. I'm going to go to England, I'm going to go to pubs. Don't, I'm going to go to Ireland, I'm going to go to Scotland. Don't tell his wife that he doesn't have a family. She won't be happy with that. Mm. I meant like kids. You know, things that cost money. Things? Don't tell his wife that he doesn't have a family. Oh, my God. Like she man. would be more than happy to go with me. She costs money. She does cost money, but she would be more oh. than happy to go with me. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast. But it's worth she the doesn't. investment. <laughs> or it's going to get cut We'll give out. her a t-shirt. She'll be okay. <laughs> hey, she got a polo. Ooh. A polo? That's legit. Anyway... I can't wait until the opportunity I have to go to Ireland, Scotland, England, and just go to pubs, drink beer. You know, it's different. It's different over there. You get one of these styles over there, it's different. We had that conversation earlier. It is. Guinness here is different than Mm -hmm. Guinness over there. Yeah, it's very different. I have your cat. (laughs) It's a regular cat. Feel this cat. Try this cat. Alright, that no, that's funny. That's funny. He's cute. Sorry. Well, yeah, this uh alright, okay. As we're quickly devolving, let's just say that there are a lot of similarities between the Guinness and the Murphys and the Bellhaven. Yeah. Irish stout is an Irish stout. Dry stout. It's very straightforward. It's easy drinking. It's low alcohol. You can pound the mess out of these like 
again and again and again, and you'll be okay. It's and that's what it's supposed to be. You know, it's it's turned into just a very light, dark beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really a session beer. You know? Yeah, they're all they're all eights to me as far as poundability. And oh yeah, you know, I I just don't like them. That's fair. Yeah, out of all. With all due respect, I just do not like this style. Yeah. I have no qualms with that. Yeah, You're mm-hmm. soft. I would agree, Eddie. Everybody has their style that they like you know, to go towards whenever they're drinking casually. Not everybody's going to have this as that style. My style would be Imperial Blonde with Obviously, Paradise Seeds. With Paradise Seeds, yeah. But, I, you know, I... Honestly, if I go to the bar, I'm not going to buy one of these mm-hmm. because I have so many other options. But, like I said a, a, a minute ago, if somebody hands me this and say, hey, drink this, and it's free and it's there, it's not repulsive, I would drink it. Cool. Probably not going to brew five gallons of it either. I no. hope you're standing next to me because I'm going to hand you the one they give me for free too. <laughs> That's fair. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. So, uh, like I said... With all due respect, never buy this beer again myself. But it's, you know, it is what it is. It definitely goes by its style, um, and it's it's a drinkable beer. It works out. So we have one more beer to drink, but Ugh. before we get to that, uh, let's go ahead and talk about our homebrew example. Um, <clears throat> so I'm looking at a new book now that I got recently called Modern Homebrew Recipes by Gordon Strong. It's a fantastic book. Uh, If you already own Brewing Classic Styles, which obviously we've talked about numerous times, um, this would be the next one that I would suggest that you pick up. There's a lot of really good information in here. Um, Lots of good recipes. He's got the cat. Anyway, so... The first thing it says is not all Irish stout is like Guinness Draft, mm. which in our small sampling here, they kind of are. So yeah. obviously it has to do with how you brew it, the number game, like we were talking about earlier. Um, but anyway, it says, while it is certainly a classic, it's also fairly different than other stouts from Ireland. Most have more complexity to them than the simple pale malt, flaked barley, roasted barley recipe of Guinness. This recipe that he's talking about specifically in his book is more representative of some of the other versions. Um, so in, in it says style, Irish stout, classic BJCP. So I'm not going to give you amounts. If you want to know specifically what he suggests you use, you should buy his book. So we've got some UK pale malt, flaked barley, carapils, crystal 80, roasted barley, Deep bitter black malt. There's a lot of uh, different malts that go into brewing the style. Uh, he uses UK. Uh, <clears throat> he uses UK Challenger for his hop edition. Uh, that's a 60 minute edition. And Y yeast 1028 London Ale yeast. He uses a infusion mash at 154. And 168 for a eight gallon batch boils for 75 minutes. Final volume of six and a half gallons. 
fermentation temperature at 64 degrees. So pretty standard for an ale recipe as far as your mash schedule and fermentation temperatures, but your uh, grains that you use in that are pretty specific. So like I said, do some research if you're interested in brewing the style. If you like Guinness or Murphy's or the Bellhaven and you want to brew that, do some research on the grains to use. Um, but for the most part, it's pretty standard as far as ale, fermentation, and brewing goes. So for the last part of our episode, if you listened to last week's episode, we talked about the Roush beer, smoked beer, and we were sitting a- around a campfire. We thought that that might have affected our perception of that beer, so we're going to drink one of those Roush beers one more time here in the studio not sitting around a campfire, and we're going to see if our perception has changed. This beer tastes like Mercado Juarez. Yummy, yummy. All right, so now we're going to smell Eddie's wood. And it smells very burnt, and like in a good way. Like not Eddie's wood. wood. Oh. So we're going to drink the Echt Schlackerla Rauch beer. I think Travis should introduce this one. The, this is like the arm swinger. The arm swinger. Martin. Yeah. The same one that we had last week. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> we are sitting in our studio and not around a campfire. So, nobody's smoke. smoking. Nobody. Yeah. Do you get smoke in the aroma? Bacon. Smoke. See, I do. Bacon. Yes. I get smoke like Ooh. crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't say like crazy. It's there. No, it's like crazy. Yeah, it's there. I'd Compared to all the dry stouts we've had tonight, yes. Yeah. This is very it's smoky. Very much like bacon. Bacon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's beefy, a- smoky. It's kind of <laughs> off the wall. It's there. Wow. No, I wouldn't say off the wall. How did we just, not no, get this I would say off the wall. That's crazy. I think it's there. I don't, no, I don't think really it's ridiculous. Cool. I think it's there. I think it's pretty ridiculous. I don't. Well, I think you're very ridiculous. Maybe I am. This didn't come from a Randall. Maybe you are. I did just chug your beer. You did. <laughs> this did not come from a Randall. There's a lot of smoke, <sighs> bacon, gonna, meat, something. I'm going I like on bacon. I am the flavor is even more like Texas. beefy. It's like you took a, uh, a you snapped into a Slim Jim, stirred it in your beer, oh, and yeah. then drank it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Eh. How did we not get this last week? What? It's like way over the top. Because thought, we were sitting around a campfire. Yeah. There's well, no I, way I know, that it would affect it that much. The flavor, though? Look, we, we sat in front of that campfire for, what, 30 minutes it, while we were trying to light it? it this tastes, tastes like a beef like, jerky it going. Beer. It tastes like like hickory, hickory smoked bacon. Yeah. Once, you get yeah. that, once you get that smell in your nose, like it, it, trust me, it does your not. Your olfactory? Huh? What? The olfactory. Oil factory? Yeah. Oil. Travis knows what I'm talking about. All I worked in a paint factory. <laughs> no. Oh, that's right. You did. Let's go to uh, let's go to CVS and buy a packet of uh, Marlboros and mm. smoke a cigarette and then come back and drink this again and see if it changes. I do not smoke. I don't either. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> but I don't <laughs> smoke. And we're back. All right, let's see what this smells. Nope, still beefy, still bacony, still smoky. I don't know where Travis disappeared isn't to, but bacon, it's the magic of editing. Isn't bacon out of made out of pork? Does yes. it come from pork? I like bacon. Listen, it yeah. wouldn't be beefy. So I don't porky, get beefy. No, it's beefy. I get beefy. Porky and beefy. I get McDonald's. Ibbity, ibbity, ibbity. That's all, folks. Bacon, egg, pork and, and beans. I get, get hickory smoked bacon. That's exactly what I get. I get 
I don't know. And it tastes it tastes like so kind of basically what we're trying to get at is all one hundred percent of our responses are completely different than they were last week. See? Yep. What's the date in the bottle? Did we get a date on the last bottle? One 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 one. It's in binary, apparently. It still says five point two percent. That didn't change. That didn't change. I'm gonna pound this. Actually, there's no date on the bottle. I'm gonna pound the crap out of it. There wasn't one in the bottle last week either. Yeah, so there's no date. I just wanted to test you. But I just wanted to say they were bought a week apart at Total Wine, and I doubt that they went through an entire shipment of the Echt Martin Rauchbier in a week. So it's probably. I I would bet a good amount that it's the same shipment that they got last week. Yeah, taste it again. the The beefiness is dissipated. This one has cat hair on it. <laughs> so, yeah, I bet I didn't brew this one. I bet we opened it and poured it, and then we kind of like sat around and talked. Yeah, it it's might dissipated. have dissipated a little bit. It's still there. The finish is still very beefy, very smoky. I still really do enjoy this beer. Yeah, I think I enjoyed it, I like m- it more now than I did last week. I have not tasted this beer yet. Are I think serious? last week you just you serious. had disappointment. I was very disappointed. I enjoyed it better than the Irish Stout. Let's put it that way. Cool. Let's open it up. <laughs> this one was actually. I'm about in a to bottle. unplug you. Okay. So, in my assessment, because you finally tasted it, Let's see. Um. <clears throat> You know, uh, this reminds me of the agave nectar in the sidewinder. <laughs> it does not regard remind It does not regard me of the sidewinder. Listen to that. He said the same uh, uh, two times in a row. The exact same. The same. Listen. Yes. Don't uh, cut it out. Don't delete it. Uh, go. It does not remind me of the sidewinder beer at all. That's what's funny about it because he said the same thing. I didn't say uh. Yes, you did that time. Okay. Anyway, the smoke is there this time. Yeah. Period. I've yeah. only gotten it in my mouth. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. What so What I was gonna say, and I think it relates back to what I said a minute ago. A good minute ago. What? <laughs> What's that? When you're sitting around a campfire, it gets that smell. It, it just it sticks with you. When you try and drink a smoked beer around a smoky campfire, it doesn't work. You're you're gonna smell smoke no matter what, but you don't realize that whether it's coming from the campfire or the yeah. beer. So basically, when we smelled and tasted this last week, all we got was Martin. Right. We didn't get smoke. Which I like Martin. Uh, clearly, Hackershore. Yes. So if you like to send me drinking some this inside. We immediately all got the same aroma. Yes. And when we tasted it, it was uh-huh. all beef, pork, bacon, hickory, whatever. Right. Very clearly not what we had last week. No. Good stuff. So, if you're going to try a smoked beer, 
Don't do it around a campfire. You should get the <laughs> beer. Don't do it around a campfire for the first time if you want to get the full effect of it. I really enjoy this beer. I did not enjoy it last week because I was kind of disappointed. However, going into it expecting this, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed our episode last week very much. No, I enjoyed the episode. Sitting around I was, a campfire, that's different. It's neat. It's cool. fun. Did I say I did not enjoy the episode? I smell like smoke when I went home. Technic- yeah, technically that's a good no. drop. I, t- <laughs> I smell like smoke for like three days. My shoes still smell like smoke. I, I enjoyed the episode. I did not enjoy the beer, however. Oh my god, shit. So, anyway, <laughs> there's our revisit to that. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for our latest episode of Brew Styles, where our topic of discussion was the Irish Stout. Join us next week when we go black and never turn back. Black IPA is up next. Cheers until then.